I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Today, the pastor of disaster, my boy, Vaughn the Impaler, Jean-Claude Vaughn Dam, Vonnie Holmes. You never heard that one before, did you? I didn't hear that one, and I got another one that was just... Vaughn Jeremy. Well, yeah. DJ, DJ God. I'm a big fan of the Vonnie Holmes. I hope that sticks. Vonnie Holmes? Johnny Holmes? All right, well, Google it. And make sure you click on images. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties with Vaughn's mic, but my intro was so fucking good, we got to keep it. I agree. Yeah. So, Vonnie Holmes. That's all right. Vonnie Holmes' microphone was not plugged in as I was teasing him. Is it him. working now, Tyler? Okay, great. So that was great because well, a couple guys in the Arte Syndicate actually came up with one that I I'm not gonna lie, I think it's pretty bad, but I'll take it. What? Vonald Schwarzenegger. Oh, I like it. How about Vonald Trump? <laughs> Ooh, Vonald Trump. Yeah. I I like How about Von Vonald H- Duck. I need to learn a guitar so I could be Von Halen. Von Halen or Von John Vote. John Von Jovi. That's right. I don't know something. That's too close. Stevie Ray Vaughn. That's too close. Yeah, it's too close. All right, dude. What's up, man? I don't have any prep notes from you. What is that? Uh, I'm just well, lying. Prob- I got two. I got two prep notes for episodes, but I don't feel like reading them. Yeah, I think we're just freeballing, aren't we? Are we? I think so. <laughs> Are we freeballing? <laughs> I think so. I don't know, uh, dude. You know, it's been a while since we got down, sit down, and talk. And one thing that uh, I've been seeing so much of lately, and the reason I wanted to. I kind of wanted to ask you and get your thoughts on this was because, you know, you spent so much time um, in the ministry. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. In the ministry, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. Still doing the Lord's work. Man of the cloth. Man of the cloth. Yeah. Not a chronic masturbator. Is that right? <laughs> or yes? I don't think so. What oh. does that mean? Any, I, I think it means you masturbate until your dick No, but how, what's off. the connection between that and the cloth? I don't know. Don't They, they don't have sex, so they got to beat off a lot. <laughs> I'm just being real, dude. Let's be real. All right, let's get back on track. Yeah. So, um, here's the deal. I've been seeing a lot of people on social media, for lack of better terms, judging other people mm-hmm. very, very harshly. Yeah. And I think it's a, um, I think it's a good topic to think about just for. You know, we don't have to record for an, another hour, but I think it's something that everybody right. should be conscious of, you know? Um, my so this pr- could turn out to be a a Sunday sermon. It could be, yeah. or it could be a Thursday thunder with Vaughn. Yeah, it could be. It could be whatever we decide we want it to That's be. true. But, because I have a feeling you're going to have a lot to say about this. So, dude, now more than ever, our mistakes as human beings are publicized, mm-hmm. right? Right. And the bigger the name you have, the more people want to jump in and find a crack in someone's armor, right? Right. And I think it's it's very not that I think, I it's very irritating to me mm-hmm. and frustrating to me. Yeah. Um because 
in my opinion, we're all going to fucking stumble. We're all going to fall. We're all going to have things happen to us that honestly are going to be, they're not good things, right? Right. But it's like society in general, and especially um, people who aren't as as aware, they tend to forget the fact that everybody fucks up. Everybody makes a mistake. Right. Everybody screws up and falls on their face in public, right? It happens because, dude, 20 years ago, we didn't have internet. So, you know, if somebody did something, they failed a business or um, they got a DWI or they went to jail or they got caught having an affair or a million other things, right? You didn't have this huge, like, public backlash, and uh, to me, I believe in karma. I don't know what everybody else believes, but I believe in that. And I've dedicated a big, big, big part of my life to constantly trying to bring people up and teach people. And while it might not always be what they want to hear, I always feel like it's what they need to hear, right? But the problem that I have with a lot of people, especially on the internet, is how quick, and this goes for a lot of you guys, and this this has nothing to do with me, by the way, but this goes for a lot of you guys listening to this podcast. When you see someone fall, when you see someone stumble, when you see someone that has a hard time, what's your normal reaction? Is your normal reaction to think, fuck, that guy's a piece of shit, and jump on the comments section and just trash somebody for no reason? Or... Is your thought process, man, that's really unfortunate. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for the parties involved or feel bad for her, bad for the parties involved. And showing some empathy, realizing that the same thing could happen to you down the road. And I know that you're saying, there's no way I would ever do any of those things. But let me tell you something. All of you are going to fall. All of you are going to stumble. All of you are going to have situations that are embarrassing and that you don't want people to know about you. And I feel like that when you see someone, I don't care who it is, whether it be Obama, whether it be Trump, whether it be somebody you know, it doesn't matter. And you judge so harshly their actions, you are just begging the the karmic powers, the universe, God, to teach you that lesson back in a hard way. I mean, what's your take on on where this comes from? Because I feel like, I mean, dude, one of the Ten Commandments is thou shall not judge. Says it right there. And a lot of you guys may not, oh, I don't believe in the Ten Commandments. You know what? It doesn't really matter what you believe. They're a pretty good guideline for uh, how to live a fucking decent life. You know what I mean? So what's your thinking? Well, let me just say the first thing that came to my mind is what you were saying about, like, we could all screw up. We could all fall. And... um, I don't bro, know how the, bro, we are all going to screw up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you, it's not, we could. Absolutely. We are. No, I, I I, guess for me, and people don't believe me when I say this, but I really do mean it. If I consistently make the bad, the wrong choices in life, even the little, you know, little ones that add up, I actually believe that I am personally capable of anything. If you, if you... I mean, with I don't think I'm gonna like you know do a Hannibal Lecter type thing, but reality oh, no, is, man. I'll be honest. Like when he's cooking that brain, I'm like, <laughs> man, that looks like it smells good. Yeah, it smells good. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, 
you know, if you can, if anybody consistently makes the the wrong choices little by little over time, you can become a person you never wanted to be. Absolutely. Um, but but what's I, the saying? Good intentions pave the yeah. What is it? Yeah, the road uh, the road to hell, road to or hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, that's right. yeah. No. Um, well, it's interesting because I think people really misunderstand the difference between making a moral judgment on an action, which we're allowed to do. I mean, the Bible never says, you know, like a lot of times when people truly are in the wrong, right? and then other people call them out, their first thing to say is, oh, judge not, judge not lest you be judged. Right. But that's where they're wrong. It's okay. If somebody's clearly in the wrong, it's okay to say, hey, I, I don't think that action is 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 good. Right. I don't think that's action is something no, that we want to uphold right, your that, own personal standards. Right. Yeah. It's so it's totally fine to be able to say to somebody, "Hey, objectively, I think your action is wrong." I mean, we do that on the show oh, yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. The difference is is that people don't know. Was it the Arate Syndicate recently that somebody said attack the performance, not the performer? Yeah, Lou Holtz. Yeah, Lou, Lou Holtz said yeah. that. Att- attack the performance, Which not bye, the performer. How, how fucking cool is that? Oh, he, that was incredible. Yeah. Like. I was kind of fanboy. I was. I didn't even go up to take a picture Dude, with them because I was like, I got, I'm not going to do it. I got a comment. I'm just going to go off track. Yeah, for yeah, a go ahead. Dude, I got a, a message the other day. He's like, hey, dude. Uh, how's that Arte syndicate going? How, I'm like, why don't you ask some people who are in it? Like, dude, we're doing shit that no one's ever right. done. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it really is amazing. And I feel almost like a hangover from being there. Yeah. Like this last week in Laguna because like I was so up the whole time. And now I come back and like I'm motivated, obviously, and I'm kicking ass and I'm doing all this new shit. I have this new energy about it. Uh, and honestly, I personally learned a lot of new skills. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> but dude, it sucks that you, it, it would be cool if we could be with that group more often. Oh, yeah. You yeah. definitely have post RJ anyway, letdown. No, yeah. but, but, uh, no, but I mean, my point being is, is that we've really lost the, the fine art of saying, okay, this is objectively wrong. But there's a difference between doing that and saying, okay, that guy's doing something wrong, and screw that guy. I condemn him. Right. And that's what that's what actually Jesus is saying. Right. He's saying, judge not lest you be judged. In other words, if you're gonna if you're gonna be be judging somebody else, you better be darn careful about your own life. That's right. He actually there's another place in the gospels where he says, you know, we try to pick the speck out of our own uh, out of somebody else's eye when we've got a plank in our oh, own eye. Oh fuck, dude! That's so that's the truth. it's it's a great metaphor, and and so by and large, yeah. I mean, there's also another part in scripture where it says love just love does not rejoice with e- in evil. In other words, people who are really good people don't delight when somebody do does something bad and gets in trouble. I for agree. It. I think just that's don't. what irritates me yeah. about it. Is like, I think that's what irritates me about it. Is that when someone does make a mistake or someone does fuck up or someone does make consistently bad choices, there's literally, and, and the, this this changes for you guys building a personal brand and you guys trying to you know become well-known and build your business, I can tell you, the bigger you get, the more people are going to try to find whatever crack they can right. and fucking weasel their way in and expose it. Right. And dude, I just, I, I see that shit like literally nonstop, like so much so like people can post something online or say something in a YouTube video or a podcast or a blog. One sentence out of literally thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of good shit or, you know, something like that. And dude, the, the, 
the response, it's like, dude, they look for that one thing and then you'll have 40,000 comments on that one fucking thing when that person has done the complete opposite. And like, dude, I see that as evil. Like, I don't see that as a good thing. And dude, that I think that the morals and values of society are being corroded because people are becoming accustomed to the way that the media attacks literally everything that Absolutely. they do. Right. So because we're watching the media and we're and they're dude, I literally when I go to the gym and I see the news headlines, like it'll be something like, oh, Trump took a shit today and he didn't use fucking wet wipes and it'll be on the fucking screen for seven hours. It's like, dude, is that really all that we have to talk about? Is that all we have to focus on? You know, and and that's just an example, obviously. But we see this with social media personalities or business people. You know, dude, Jeff Bezos gets caught fucking having an affair. Fuck Amazon. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know, dude, I'm never... And those motherfuckers order Amazon that night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Right. Like, you're full of shit. Your, your morals... And, and dude, and, and beyond that, like, who the fuck are you? You know, this guy is... This guy is a billionaire. He's fucking what he did. Yeah, fucking wrong. Completely agree. I'm not saying right, it's right. Right. But like, dude, who are you to fucking talk shit on someone you don't even know? You don't even know the situation. You don't know anything. You don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Other than what the media tells you. And I guess like, dude, a lot of you guys and a lot of people out there that you know are just fucking sheep. They're just repeat. It's like children. I, I can't think for myself. So I just repeat shit that I see other people saying because I want people to like my comment or like my post. And dude, that's, you know what? If that's you, if you're that kind of person that piles on when people are down or vocally, you know, expresses negativity at every fucking opportunity, your life fucking sucks. I know it does. I know you're broke. I know you're miserable. I know you, because you don't see people with their shit together having that. You do not see people with their shit together talking shit like that. No, absolutely not. You never see it. So when I was studying studying for the pastorate, uh, you have to do these internships. And I, I took an internship with this guy who had been a pastor for like 25, 30 years at that point. And he was he was like a real conservative dude. He was real straight-laced. He'd been married to his wife for you know a long time. They had a great relationship. And I asked him, I said, so how, do, how are you different now than when you started out in the pastorate? He goes, well... A lot of ways, but I'll tell you one way. He said, uh, the first year I was a pastor, if some, if a couple would have come in and the the woman said to to him, caught my husband cheating. And he, I said, he said to me, um, I would have immediately like, what are you thinking? Like, get your head out of your butt kind of thing. That's completely wrong. Scriptures condemn that, et cetera, et cetera. He says, 25 years later... You don't think that motherfucker already knows that? Right, exactly. But but 25 years later, he said, is it still wrong? Yes. But after 25 years of living with human beings, I realize there are reasons these things happen very often. And it doesn't make it okay, but you know, he said, I would ask questions and I would say, okay, well, what kind of relationship... Well... Maybe for the last 10 years, his wife has been treating him like crap. Maybe the guy feels like a complete failure at work. Maybe, maybe he's he got, made, maybe maybe he's he got ma- stress. Maybe he made the wrong decision in getting married in the first place. Possibly. But the, the point being, again, is that, is that he said, Vaughn, it's it's, you can still 
objectively recognize that something is wrong, but have empathy for people and understand kind of why they and did it. And I think it that's what it is, right? It. It's and a I lack think of that, empathy. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Dude, there's people right now listening being like, oh my God, you're sympathizing with Bezos for screwing another girl? You're a no. piece of shit. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is you don't fucking know what the fuck happened. And you have no right being a sinner through your nature you have done, every single one of you have done shit you're not proud of. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And just because your shit might be stealing a pack of Kool-Aid from the grocery store and their shit might be publicly uh, having an affair, that doesn't mean it's any better. Your shit is just as bad as their shit. And you guys you guys have this, people have this uh, this way of, of like ranking bad things. No, bad thing's a bad fucking thing. You know what I mean? And there's people listening right now who have been cheated on, and they're like, dude, you've never had it happen. Motherfucker, I've had more shit happen to me than you'll ever fucking know. Right. And you know what the difference is? I let it go. I've had three long-term girlfriends fucking cheat on me behind my back. I let it go. I got fucking stabbed in the face, dude. The guy took away my nerves, my feeling, my confidence, my self-esteem for a really, really long time. And it was my decision to turn that around and make it a great thing that saved me. Right. And these people, you people right now who are angry and bitter and upset with people who did you wrong, you have to understand that you are the only one that's affecting you right now. And you're holding yourself back. You're punishing yourself by staying angry, by staying mad, by staying frustrated and by staying bitter. And dude, the more you do that, the less you can do in a positive direction. And the you might not realize it, but the when you comment and talk shit and do all that, you are just feeding the negativity that lives inside you, which we all have negativity that lives inside of us. And that negativity should be used to drive you to be better, not keep you in the same place. You know, we talk a lot about the dark side, right? The dark side can fucking eat you up, dude. If you don't know what you're doing, you it can eat you up. And if and it does most people. Most people get told they're worthless. Most people get told they're not good enough. Most people get shit on by a girlfriend or a boyfriend or cheated on by a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And instead of instead of taking those lessons and saying, "You know what? I am going to prove that that is not who I am." Right? Guys who went to jail. How many guys do we have email us that were like ex-cons that are now starting businesses and doing good things in life? Dude, it's it's all about empathy for real. And like I hate saying that word because Gary used that word so much. You know, I feel like I'm just copying Gary's we'll, we'll shit. We'll revitalize it. Yeah. So, but dude, uh, it's, and not that I hate Gary, I just don't like using other people's fucking yeah. shit they use. Um, <clears throat> but the point is, is that, dude, you got to be, you've got to be, we did an episode on forgiveness. I don't know what the episode that was. We haven't actually, but we should do a full, or we did should I do, do a, a post full, on we, it? You and I talked about doing oh, okay. an episode on forgiveness. We, I think I did a post on it. You might have done a yeah. post, yeah. But like, dude. We should do a full, a full yeah, blown you've got to. Well, this could be it, dude. This could be you, it, yeah, You've got to let go of all this shit, man. And like, Yes, it's okay to remember the kids that made fun of you, but it's not okay to believe them and yeah. keep that from doing what you need to do. 
It's okay to remember them whenever you're feeling like a pussy and you don't want to go to work or you don't want to go do what you have to do or you don't want to go to the gym to use that as a driver. But if you use it to stay where you are because you believe that that's not what, um, that you're not good enough or that what they said was might be true or this or that, really what you're doing is condemning yourself to a life inside of a box that other people created that um, is quite honestly completely made up in your own head. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just celebrated Martin Luther King Day, uh, right, uh, all across the United States. And one of his greatest quotes is, I will not hate any man. I will never let him have that power over me. And I think that's a great... Dude. Yeah, I mean, does, He's one of the most brilliant people ever is, lived. But I mean, that's brilliant to think about, like, if you actually hate somebody... We could really use him right now. Oh, we could. I know. It, if you actually hate somebody, they are actually exercising power over you. How do you think MLK would fuck, could feel about the media divisively just fucking driving a stake between... Uh, socioeconomic and racial relations in this country every chance they get. Oh, I think I think it. Dude, he would be burning shit down. Yeah, because I, I think we he were was talking- a visual. He was a vigilant dude, man. He didn't yeah. care if he went to jail. Yeah, no, that's what people didn't. don't get about him. He wasn't like this super nice guy, dude. The guy just had a backbone and he stood up for what the fuck was right. What he knew was right, not just for black people, but for all people. I actually think he would. I, I think he would piss off both sides. Oh fuck yeah. Like, dude, totally. Really I'm do. not taking one side over another. I'm yeah. saying everybody's fucked up. Yeah. Like, dude, we're all in this shit together. We're all fucking here together. You know, yeah. like, it, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure that out. Yeah. But, I mean, back to your, just the whole question about, you know, why do other people take delight in uh, when somebody screws up and really wants to just, like, rub their face in it and make sure they pay? I don't know, man. It's bitterness, it's, it's, dude. It's weird. It's bitterness. Um, I guess it makes you... It, it, it's an attempt to feel better about yourself. That's right. Yeah. See? See? I told you that guy was a piece of shit. I told you he was fake. I told you he was this. I told you he was that. You know what? That's real easy to say from an outside point of view when someone fucking stumbles at one thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let's be real, dude. Every single person saying that shit is guilty of some shit as well. And like... It's just toxic behavior. And what what irritates me is when people try to spin it as if it's positive behavior. See, I'm exposing that person. Right. Uh, no, you're not. Because it's already out. Right. You're you're stomping on somebody who's in a bad position. What's that say about your character? Right. You see what I'm saying? No, I absolutely see what you're saying. You know, one of the things that... I personally believe that if you stomp on people when they're down, I don't care if they're your competition. I don't care if it's someone you hate. If you're one to pile on and say some shit to them, I don't care what they did. I don't care if they killed somebody. If your person, like, if you're going to stomp on them and say shit and just fucking trash them and this and that, it says more about you than it does about them. Yep. And that's my, you know, dude, I've been fucking stabbed. The guy who stabbed me got charged with attempted murder. He was trying to kill me. He wasn't trying to beat me up. You know what? I don't hang on to that. I forgive that dude. Like, I hope he's living in a productive life. I hope he's successful. I hope he's winning. I hope he's doing a good thing. And if he is, great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have any bitterness towards him. Because what good does it do a world? Nothing. A, it only holds me to, back. Yeah, it holds you back. And, and what does it? What good does it do the whole world if that guy continues in his mis- being no, miserable? No, it's terrible. And, and, right? Yeah. He's going to hurt more people. Yeah. And, you know, uh, people always ask me, they're like, dude, how do you feel about that guy getting out of jail? I'm like, well, you know what? I, I wouldn't want to go to jail. If I had to trade places, I'd rather have scars on my face than go to fucking jail and get ass raped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. So, you know, I would 
perf- I, if I had to pick the situation, I'd rather be me in this situation. He went and did his time. That's enough for me. I'm sure he's sorry. I'm sure he's moving on. And that's great. I literally don't. It's I don't even think about right. it. You know I don't think about no, it. No, you don't. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because I do think that. I think. The, but dude, the, how would most people react to that? Oh, it would consume them. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Absolutely. And that's the choice people have. And they'd want have. some sort of, they'd, they'd, they'd spend their whole life plotting revenge. Right. And that's the choice people have. That's the choice. The choice is when bad things happen to you, you have the decision to either make it work for you or to keep you in the same spot. Right. And use yeah. it as an excuse or a story. Dude, I could have fucking, I could still be doing the same shit that I was then and telling everybody, dude, you know what? I could have been so such a successful businessman. You know, I've got good things to say, but that guy came and he fucked up my face. And now, now I'm, I waste, you know, I could never do it because he took that from me. Like I could fucking say that shit. And you know what? People will believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what's interesting? I, I don't know if you've noticed this as a leader in business, but What's interesting is not only do people want to just pile on the abuse when somebody screws up, isn't it true, though, that sometimes the person who actually screwed up feels like they should be treated poorly? And when you as a leader say, no, it's all good, man, they're like, no, man, I deserve to get, I deserve to get beaten up for this. You know? and, and they almost don't know what to do when you say, it's all good. It's okay. I forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean unfortunately, most of the time, you know, people can't take responsibility for their own actions. Well, that's true. But I think that's, that's a sign of someone knowing they did wrong. Yeah. And that's probably the person that's going to going to change the behavior process. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right now we have all this stuff out there where it's like, you know, it's fucked. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It is interesting. I, I think when we're dealing with somebody who's made a, a massive mistake or done something really bad, I, I do think that What's really bad? Well, I don't know. What's really bad? Well, it's interesting. It's interesting you ask that because, you know, depending on your, depending on even your political- Because if you look at the internet and you look at what people fucking say and you look at what they fucking comment, dude, making a misspelling in your fucking post is the end of the world. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Like, dude, I guess what I'm, I guess the reason I'm sort of ranting on this is because if you listen to this podcast and you follow me and you follow my company, I do not want you to follow me. I do not want you to be a part of this movement. I do not want you to buy my products if you're going to be the person that is going to pile on negativity to other people. And you're going to celebrate someone I don't else's want that demise. Shit. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You guys listening and me and us, we should all be the people who stand up and have empathy for other people and say, you know what, that was wrong, but uh, I've made mistakes too, and I've done shit too, and I've done this and this and this. And you know what, use it as an opportunity to improve yourself versus an opportunity to fucking pile on someone else's bad shit. Because, dude, if you feel good when somebody else falls, you know what you're telling the universe? You're saying, I like it when people fail. Yeah. And you know what the universe is going to give you? A bunch of fucking failure. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. No, I believe that's true. it. It's a heavy topic, man. It's a good one. I uh I just think in general, um, the whole point 
of all of us is is improving as people, is is developing as people, is becoming the best version of ourselves. And we've got to ask ourselves that when somebody screws up, you know, is the proper response just to rub their face in it and and make them feel terrible, or is the proper response to ascertain whether they actually recognize that what they did was wrong, and then to help them to get better? You or, know, what I mean, it, it sounds at the to very me that's, least, or at the very least, keep your mouth shut, yeah, and keep your fingers quiet, and look in the mirror and, you and see how yourself. you can get better. Yeah, from yeah, it. absolutely. Because, dude, that's what successful people do. Successful people look at other people's mistakes and they learn from them, right? Right. And that's that ain't going to happen if you're always just judging people. Right. No, that's absolutely true. I don't know, dude. It's just something that gets on my fucking nerves. And I've seen a lot lately um, on social media, just people fucking piling on people that, you know, I don't know. Oh, I, it's just I, annoying. I, I get it. And... and- yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I get it from a from a spiritual background. I mean, it. What well, to this day, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite stories that Jesus tells is the ter- uh, the uh, the story about the the uh, Pharisee and the tax collector. The Pharisee is like the really really religious guy who literally in the story says, "Lord, I thank you that I'm not like other men. I'm I don't do this and I don't do that, and I'm I'm not bad like everybody else." And he's literally like so wrapped up in himself that it's like disgusting. And then you have another guy who the people of the day would have considered a total like douchebag and he said and he beats his breast which is a sign of like repentance and and contrition and he says I can't even look to heaven. I'm just not even worthy to look to heaven cuz I I realize how much I've screwed up. And Jesus says, "Which one of those two people you think actually pleases God more?" The one who recognizes he messed up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's that's always been one of the key stories for me. Is is just to say, really, at the end of the day, you know what, I'm screwed up. But but to say that, not in a way that's just beating yourself up, but just to say, hey, I am who I am, and I screwed up. And when I screw up, I'm going to admit my fault, and I'm just going to say, Lord, help me do better, dude. You know, and that's it. That's and, it. And then guess what? Go try to do better. Yeah. Let it go. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's the other fl- side of this coin is that sometimes. People are so harsh on the criticism themselves yeah. that they end up holding themselves in that box. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. I mean, I that's probably just as common as the other side of the coin. Like holding yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Beating yourself be, up. Dude, I I you know what? I didn't let that per that old lady in in traffic today because I was in a hurry. I'm a total fucking piece of shit. Hey, man, we all did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't mean that it's okay. And next time, you know what? Try to remember that so you do it better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's just, um, it it just takes a different kind of awareness to be that way. Mm -hmm. You know? And and I feel like it's getting corroded because of the information that we consume on a daily basis that we literally have zero zero ability to block out because it's everywhere. It's negative, polarizing, and super critical of every single move that people make so what do people do in real life negative polarizing super critical of every single person they absolutely know. well you know your boy miguel from the arate syndicate yeah he gave me a great book mr uh, mr i hump a lot yeah. <laughs> miguel's got how many Fuck, 15 kids 15 kids that's not bullshit yeah. 15 
It, I love what he said, though, in one of our meetings. He said, I don't have more sex. I'm just more productive. He, <laughs> dude, he certainly is the most productive man I know. <laughs> but uh, he And he, one of the coolest dudes I yeah, know. Yeah, and he gave me a great book by, a, I think like it's a French, a French guy, French Catholic priest. And he this priest who's known, his name's Father Jacques Philippe, he's known for really helping people. He makes a point in the book uh, that, you know, we think we feel better, especially if you're like, religious or Christian, you feel better if you beat yourself up for your sin. But he says, it really doesn't do anything. No. You basically just have it's to say- It's counterproductive. Yeah, it's counterproductive. So you basically just have to say, man, I screwed up. Sorry, Lord. I'll move on. Right. You know? That's it. Like, that is at, it. At what point do you just like- But mean it. Don't be one of these people who goes to church on Sunday and then you go in and you think that's your, your, your clean the slate- uh, oh, I was a dick all... Like, dude, we all know this story, right? Right. Like, the guy goes to church, uh, he gets his conscience clear, and on the way out of the parking lot, he's giving people the finger because right. they're not moving fast enough. Right. That's that's not No, that's okay. not sincere yes. contrition or... Yeah, no, I, I get it. But, but really, you're right that so many people do, like, they put themselves in the penalty box. Right. And, and sometimes you deserve to be there for a little bit. You do, yeah. and in some cases you do. But you got to know. But why is the penalty box only two minutes? It's <laughs> a good. Oh, because you can't play the game if you're in there the whole time. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So how the fuck are you gonna? You got to let yourself out of the penalty box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Nobody's coming. The referee ain't skating over to the penalty box and opening it for you. Right. You get to let yourself out of the penalty box. Right. Okay. And a lot of you guys forget that. And you know what? When you see someone who's been sitting in the penalty box for longer than two minutes, maybe it's a good idea to reach over and help them get out of it. Absolutely. You know, Andy, we've talked about this before from from different points of view over the last course or the, over the course of the last couple of years. But you know, you've always said at the end of the day, your emotions don't matter; it's action that matters, right? Mm-hmm. Well, th- this applies because right. instead of instead of beating yourself up about it. If you can make something right, if you've done something wrong and you can make it right, go make it right. Yeah. It's more important that you make it right than that you feel bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I see, but dude, there are situations you can't make right. No, there isn't. Yeah. And, 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 and if you can't, if you've really tried and the, and the other person just won't forgive you or, right. or there's just, I don't know, there's just no way you actually can make it right, then yeah, you have to just say, okay, if I could, I would, but I can't, so I'm going to move on. I have to. Absolutely. You have to move on. Because if you don't, you'll be sitting in that box your whole entire life. And guess what? That's not, nobody really deserves that. No. You know, you kill 40 fucking people, you probably deserve it. But (laughs) we're talking about common day mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Shit that happens in real life. Right. That's not quote unquote illegal. Right. But more so, you know, shit that just happens. Right. You know, because right now you got all the same motherfuckers listening who are like super judgmental being like, well, what if someone rapes someone or what if someone kills a kid or what if someone commits murder or blah, blah, blah. Dude, you're the fucking problem I'm talking about. Right. You're the problem. Get the fuck off my podcast. Go sit in your fucking miserable house and troll other motherfuckers. Right. You know what I mean? If you don't understand what we're talking about, you are not smart enough to be here. Sorry. Exactly. And, and, to spell it out, obviously, in in so many cases, there are consequences. Like you kill forty people, there are consequences. That's right. But at least I believe, if that person comes to a point in their life where they are genuinely sorry for having done that, 
they can be forgiven by God. I believe that too. Absolutely. I believe that too. And and uh, and no matter what you do, you can be forgiven. And you know forgiven. what? There's people that will argue that vehemently, like, right. like they will fucking completely argue that case. Right. But I, I disagree with that. Right. I No, yeah. I... I I'm I'm with you. And people but, are like, "Well, wait till you have some shit happen to you, motherfucker." I've had shit happen to me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I'm speaking from a point of experience here, and it may not be your exact experience, but I've had some pretty fucking bad shit come down my pipeline, right. and I've fucking taken it, and I've fucking learned from it, and I've gotten better because of it. Well, dude, don't you think on some level all of humanity can be divided into two people? Because everybody on some level has hurt everybody else. That's right. So all of humanity can be divided into two types of people. The people who used being hurt and and experiencing suffering at the hands of other people, they use that as an excuse to hate. And the people who have had the same things happen to them, and they say, no, you know what? I'm not going to perpetuate it. I'm going to choose to love. I'm Isn't that why Martin Luther King was so great? Yeah. Isn't exactly. that why he went down in history and will continue to go down in history as one of the best human beings that ever lived. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a real example to follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, dude, he had some terrible shit happen to him, too. Uh, not to mention somebody killed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I bet if he fucking came back, he would forgive that dude. Oh, no question. I bet he would. Absolutely no question. Well, he quotes Jesus several times about loving your enemies and praying yeah. for those who persecute you which let's just be real honest is not easy no and which is why somebody like martin luther king is so amazing that he did that yeah you know and you know what's um, funny too man is like in in business situations like dude it's such a it's such a weird dynamic to think about but because like i can hate i can literally like want to destroy my competitors which i do mm-hmm. okay but I can also feel empathy for them when they're struggling oh, at yeah. the same time. Because you've been there. That's right. You know how it feels. Yes. Yeah. And I do that absolutely. all the time. You know, I see people who, I, I I see them copying our business model or doing bad things, you know, to just rip us off and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck those guys. But I don't get bitter about it. I just get better about it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then when I get better and I see us squash them, then I'm like, man, dude, I wish... They would have been a little bit more aware, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's um I think it's a dynamic that you can you can utilize both those situations. Absolutely. You know, because people right now they're like, You're you're the step on the throat guy. Like you're talking <laughs> about stepping on throats, but now you're talking dude, you could be the same guy. Yeah. You could be the guy who wants to fucking win. You could be the guy who wants to compete. You could be the person who wants to be the best. And you could be the person who wants to stomp everybody's fucking brains out. But you could also be the person that when you get to that point that your head and shoulders above the other people, you can reach out and help them get on their feet and help them get, you know, I, I don't know. Like to it, me, that's I know actually, that sounds weird. No, it, to yeah. me, that that's actually the sign of a true competitor because it's like, I don't know if you heard the story. Dude, I respect it. The, the story yeah. about, about, I mean, Dude, is I anybody num- going to question Tom Brady's competitive atti- attitude? Uh, no. He's a beast. No. What does he do afterwards? That he was quiet, awesome. He, he quietly wakes his, makes his way over to Patrick Mahomes, uh, what is it, his uh, the locker room, and, and they exchange words in a, in a positive way. I mean, 
this is all great leaders, all great competitors had this. People used to wonder why Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan, being a Republican president, could get along so well and have such a great friendship with the Democrat Tip O'Neill. Yeah. And his his answer one day was, yeah, well, cocktails in the evening. Pistols at dawn. That's right. I mean, that's the way it goes. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what true competitors. Yeah. That you can you can. Well, you know what? Um, I think it was J.P. Dinell. Like, I'm pretty sure it was J.P. Dinell that actually said, like, he didn't have anything personal against the the people they were fighting against. I mean, what one of those seal guys said, you know, they're you know we think they're wrong, but they love their country or they love whoever they are. We think they're wrong. We'll blow them away. That's yeah. fine, but we don't have anything per- personal against them. Right. Battle is battle. It's not like a personal. Right. It's a hatred toward toward right. the people that right. they're fighting against. Dude, you know? I saw. A video. I don't want to put words in. No, in his dude, mouth, I so. saw a cool video. Um, I forgot who posted it, and this is like a year or two ago. So I can't remember the exact details, but it was really, it was from an airport and it was a dude, uh, it was an American guy who has, was a Vietnam vet and it was a Vietnamese, uh, general or soldier who he had actually fought mm-hmm. against Yeah, and somehow they had connected and become friends from, and like the Vietnamese guy had flown to the U S and like, dude, they met each other and it was f- one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw that video, but man. But that's fairly common. Like I, I've I've done a lot of reading on World War One recently, and a lot of the English troops after the war they they'd meet the Germans and they they'd yeah. be like, hey, you know, how's it going? And yeah. they just didn't hold it against them. You it guys was, kicked their ass. Yeah, yeah right. You're <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, but man, I don't know, man. Like I you just bring th- up a good. It's a good topic, though. Yeah, I, just and this I, whole odd, odd thing of condemnation and forgiveness and 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 judging it none of it's these people listening right about. now and neither you nor i are in a place to condemn anybody nope. for anything nope ever it's a level playing field that's right yep and the other thing true you know the other thing you have to understand is that you know i i guess you know per, people could perceive me as like attacking people who are poor, people who are broke. But that's not true. It's not true at all. You know what I'm attacking? I'm attacking you being okay with not fulfilling your own potential. That's not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if your potential is, the the highest potential that you have is to make $28,000 a year and be um, a garbage man or a janitor or whatever, and you do a great job and you work hard at it, and that's your potential, fuck yeah, dude. I love that. Yeah, dude, you you have consistently you, know yeah, you have consistently said that you are the measure of your own true potential. Yeah. So if there's a guy who's working his tail off and his his life's accomplishment is being a manager at McDonald's, I think that's he amazing. Is, he is more of a success than the guy who could have a, been a billionaire but was only a six figure. That's earner. right. That's right. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Yeah, dude, I one thousand percent agree with that. Like. I couldn't even tell you how much I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I see it. That's well, how and I, the people that listen to this podcast. That's how I see the world, dude. Yeah. Me too. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. That's why when I see someone who's who's sweeping the parking lot or doing something that other people would... Turn, you ever notice too, man? It's always the losers that turn their nose down to other people's like oh, quote yeah. unquote work. Like you never see a successful person. And I know there's exceptions, but... Let me rephrase that. You rarely see a successful person who is self-made that treats people who do modest jobs in in an inferior way. 
You just rarely see it. But I see regular motherfuckers who aren't living to their own potential who, you know, you could say a whole bunch of shit about treating waitresses bad or looking down on a janitor or, you know, looking at the warehouse guys and automatically thinking they must be stupid. Some of the smartest motherfuckers. Yeah, I, those guys are smart. Some of the smartest motherfuckers I have in this company work yeah, in that warehouse. Absolutely. And you know why? Because they're the last people to touch the product before the customer gets it. So I have to have intelligence out there. I have to have people that care out there. It's an important fucking job. And dude, this is the paradox of what people think success is about. You know what I mean? Most people think it's feet up, CEO, go do this, go do that. It's not that at all. It's empowering people to be great at what their potential could be. Right? I've got guys who are executives of my company. I've got guys who own franchise models of our retail stores that are going to be millionaires. Literally on their way to being millionaires, if they're not already, because I don't look at their personal finances, that started with me at $7 an hour. You get what I'm saying? Like, dude, when they were in the stores cleaning the fucking toilet, when some lazy employee or lazy customer pissed all over the toilet seat, most of these people who are earning, you know, $28,000 a year, who have peaked in high school and who think they're fucking great, would be talking shit on that person. Oh, dude, I'm working over at so-and-so place making 10 times as much as you. That guy's a dumbass. Now who's the dumbass? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Dude, the judgment part of things, I guess it's just something that like, and, 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 and like I like to say this too, I would say in my 20s, I was very judgmental. I, I used to be the person who'd be like, yeah, fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and now that I'm in my later thirties, uh, I feel totally different, like completely different person. Yeah. My experience as a pastor is that younger people tend to be more judgmental because they haven't lived life. They haven't failed. They haven't been beaten around a little bit. Oh, Andy, why are you so judgmental against the, 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 the young entrepreneurs? (laughs) Uh, Hey motherfucker, it's immoral to sell people information about shit that you never did. If you're reading someone else's theory and then selling it as a product to people who don't know any better and you've never actually done it, that's an immoral thing. So yes, I don't like that. Yep. All right? So let's just get that out of the fucking way. Um, we could talk about that all fucking day, too. What else do we want to talk about, dude? Well, I, you know... I could talk about Arte 24-7, but I just want to drive You're obsessed. Home. I am, man. Those those people are wonderful. And and to your point earlier... Like, you are literally obsessed with that group. And, I, dude, I love it. That's a good thing. No, I... After but, dude, week- how, much fun, how much fun is it to work with people who are not just people who claim to want shit, but actually you teach them, they go out and do it, they come back in four months, and they're like, dude... I made an extra this, or I, I opened a new office. Dude, every, almost every single one of the people I talked to in that group had made significant progress in the four months between our first summit and our second summit. I thought that was amazing. I, I agree. Like, but they dude, are, it was either a new office or more money yep. or more employees or better culture, like real improvement. And dude, that's, that's exactly why we started that. Yep. And dude... So, but here's the thing, 
What have you been saying for 280 episodes? How do you make money? By helping people. By helping people. Yeah. By providing value to the world. Those people are the epitome of that. Oh, yeah. That is how that they have they have made millions. Yeah. They have a help mentality. Dude, and I'll be provide fucking men- perfectly provide honest. Provide value. I'll be perfectly honest. And a lot of you guys will email me and be like, I don't belong in that group. I don't, you know, I'm not smart enough. Dude, let me tell you something. This is the honest to God's truth. There are some extremely fucking intelligent people in that group. Derek Struggle. Dude. One of my favorite guys in the group. Yeah, super smart. Yeah, I'll probably end up working for that dude someday because he's he's like that he's like that that world changing intelligence level. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but there's people also in that group that there are literally more equipped, emotionally stronger, tougher, and smarter people that work in my warehouse than some of the people in the group. And I don't mean that as a rip to anybody. I mean that to set an example of this. If you go out and you do shit, good things happen. If you sit at home, because that's the biggest thing that these guys are. They're fucking people that execute. They're not tasks. Dude, we have guys in that group that literally are sometimes hard to talk to because they're not aware. But what they do is they go out and make calls. They send emails. They create shit and they sell it. And I'm not talking about fucking programs about how they did shit right. that nobody that they never did. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's very cool to see because as smart as some of the guys are that are successful, some of the guys in there that aren't on that level are more successful because they're better executors. Dude, one of the wealthiest guy I know, the wealthiest guys I know um, or knew was one of the dumbest guys I knew. Okay, he's not around anymore, but dude, I can remember writing him emails and him writing me back saying instead of like our company, it would be like our company, A R E. Like and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "What the fuck?" And this guy's worth 200 million dollars. Right. Right. You know, and like it wasn't that he was smart, it was that he just did shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got, dude, sometimes that, that statement, ignorance is bliss, is a, is the truth. Yeah. Because it lets you get out of your own fucking way and you just go make calls. You know what I mean? And dude, I, I, I get it. And I think, and I mean, this is this is going to be kind of a backhanded compliment to myself, but I actually think that intelligence can be a liability because you overthink everything. Dude, look, I'm going to tell you right now, that is your problem. Yeah. Your problem is a 100% that you just think of every single scenario and then you stall out, yep. you know, and you're getting way better about it. But the point is, is that that's what most people are like. Most yeah, people absolutely. think, dude, I'm not smart enough to be in your group or to join our taste syndicate uh, or the accelerator. And I'm thinking like, dude, I promise you, <laughs> you'll benefit from being there. Your yeah. problem is you're too smart for the fucking group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah, overthinking absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as if you want to, if you want to benefit the, from the group, Take the lessons, implement the lessons. Do you know what I like too about it, man? I like how helpful everybody is to each other. You know, the core values, even though like it's different people, different races, different genders from all over the world in that group, literally. Like when you go in that group, you see fucking all different kinds of people. Every single one of those people wants the other person to succeed. There's yep. there's no threat. There's no jealousy. There's no, I wish uh, that guy would fail. Like we're talking about the whole topic. Right. And dude, out. and I'm talking about 
literally every single person, not one of those people, not one, piles on other people to hope they lose. And dude, I think that says something about how the universe works. Oh, yeah. The universe rewards people for people who have good hearts. It truly does. It, if your intentions are pure, you will get far more than what people who are jealous and angry and mad and bitter and have that scarcity mindset will ever get. And you can argue me all you want, but it's just my belief. You can't prove me wrong because it's what I believe. You know, it's like arguing with someone about their God. Like, why would you argue if that's what they believe? Because they're going <laughs> to still believe it. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. I... I'm having a really – it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. That's the truth. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Well, we've covered some good topics. And where are we at on time there, Salmon? 51 minutes. 51 minutes. Shit, dude. I got to work out. All I right. Do, I do, too. Yeah. Oh, you do, don't you? I do. And Because we got a call tonight. We have a call right? tonight. Okay. Yep. So you're going to work out and then come back? Uh, What time is it? It's uh, four. No, I'm actually just gonna stay here because I don't are? have time. Von Swoller gonna skip yeah. his workout? Well, I'm not gonna skip it. I made I made plans to possibly do it tomorrow. I'm, I need to get oh. four, I need to get four in. I need to get four in. Oh, I don't know. You, man. Don't, you don't realize the real transformation is gonna happen in the next three three months. I was gonna say three weeks is pretty aggressive. No, three three or four. I believe months. you. I've seen you going. Thanks. I've seen uh, you yeah, but good. you know what, dude? I got into it. You know how you can be doing it but not doing it. Oh yeah. Well, I kind of that's why most people never change. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I really thought in my mind, okay, as long as I'm doing three or four a week, just keep going. And I think there's some truth to that in, in the sense of building consistency. But just in the last week or so, I've been like, man, I've been, I've been just showing up, dude. It's that two percent extra. Yeah, it's that two percent extra. Just showing effort. up, yeah. and I need to, I need to like really be You're present already there. and do it. You're already yeah. doing everything. Yeah, You're you already... might as well do it. That's right. Yeah, it's Agreed. that two percent extra, man. Yep. Remember that yep. story I told about the putting the soap, soap in the bucket? Yeah. It's putting the soap in the bucket. Yeah. For those of you guys who haven't heard the story before, the story goes like this. All right, you're going to go out, you're going to wash your car. What do you need? You need a sponge, you need a bucket, you need water, you need soap. You go out, you put the water in the bucket, you you uh, stick the soap, the, the sponge in the bucket, you get the sponge wet, squirt the car off, wash the car with the sponge. What happens? It just moves the dirt around. It makes the car look like shit. But if you would have not forgotten to put that extra 2% effort in to squirt a fucking quarter cup of, or whatever it is, soap into the bucket, you have a completely different result. Mm -hmm. And that's why most people don't get results is because that 2% extra effort, man, they're skipping out on or forgetting about, you know, and in the gym, that's focus, that's intensity. You know what I mean? That's, that's pushing yourself because you can easily go through the motions, um, and do all all the required exercise, but if you're not doing that extra two percent, the results are going to be minimal. That's the that's the truth. And if you do the extra two percent, you become part of the one percent. That's right. Damn, dude, did you just make that up? I did. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. That might be meme worthy. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, dude. Well, good talk, man. Yeah. Um, guys, if you would, I would appreciate if you would leave a review on the podcast. Uh, if you, uh, love the podcast and you think it's worthy of sharing with a friend, please do so. That's how we grow. We don't advertise. We don't do anything like that. And we've been able to grow our podcast to, uh, consistently number one ranking in the world, um, 
with that word of mouth. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, I hope this was helpful. I hope it got you thinking about some things. And uh, let's get it. 